Welcome back, friends and first-time listeners, to Buddha's Journey. My question today is, when do you stop grieving the old you? I loved myself and what I became of as an adult. I learned to love myself. I learned about control. I learned just so much from my own self. And what I saw up come from myself as an adult, I was very proud of. I fought very hard and I worked very hard um, for the life that I now live. It was just a beautiful, honest, hardworking life with an honest, loving wife and partner in life. And just in the best best health that I could possibly be in, taking care of myself, not just for myself, but for the people who I love around me. Then all of a sudden, once I was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis, everything was upside down and turned around for me. All the things that I once worked for and had worked so hard for had all been gone abruptly. Just like you're running and you walked into a cement wall or a brick wall, it just stopped. Everything was gone. My health was gone. My independence was gone. And many things that I had worked so hard for and worked so hard to overcome in my life have now come back. And they're very strong and they're very much controlling me again such as my anxiety, my depression, my self-doubt, all of them are just very bullying my own life and making many of my other challenges now more complex along with adding the mental and physical fatigue mixed with the pain and weakness of all that I'm going through. I am in constant pain. Even though I stretch all the time, I soak in hot, warm water, uh, warm salt water. I use pain cream. I take my pain meds. And it does help, but not not as much as I need it to help to carry on a full, normal life. The pain causes my body to tremble. And the causing causes me to constantly be drained of energy yet I'm also hardly able to ever sleep because my body is always moving and quivering then the pain comes and starts to control my life and my freedom to do anything that I want my freedom is compromised it is all on how my body is handling itself And not only that, but it's for every day of my life, for every minute of my life, and every second of that day in my life. I never know what my body is going to do. And it's in control of me, of what I do. The pain is very controlling. And it's very emotionless. It is always there. And I'm always in high chronic pain levels. But as long as it doesn't heighten, 
most of the time, I can kind of do one or two maybe very small things throughout the whole day and feel a little bit kind of like a normal type life or kind of like my old life. I am now the person who used to be the person who would look at someone like me and say, oh, yeah, he looks he looks so handicapped because I look so I look healthy. Um, oh, yeah, like he can really not work. Yeah, that's just a bullshit excuse. That's the kind of person I used to be. And I'm now the kind of person that the kind of person I used to be used to judge. I am now the person who looks at that person I was and say, I hope you never have to deal with what I am going through, even 5% of what I'm going through every day of my life. I hope you, sir, do not have to go through that because it's horrible and no one deserves the hell that I am going through put on them. The thing is, though I feel this way, and it's definitely the truth, I still look at myself and doubt my illness. I doubt how sick I really am. I live in doubt just for that glimmer of hope. Although it's not reality, it's kind of a way of protecting me from even more heartache um, knowing who I still want to be and knowing who I will never be. And also knowing how sick I am, but never wanting to face it on a daily basis for the sake of keeping my hopes a little bit higher and my depression a little lower. I am the person living in the last person's body, but I'm trapped inside. I'm being tortured in the reality of illness, pain, and being a 46-year-old man fully disabled. I am the bully I used to be, except now I am my own victim. I battle the good and bad, knowing my true illness, yet still doubting my damn self. My self-esteem is shot, simply because as hard as I try, is as much as I fail when it comes to my health. When does the grieving stop? And if so, is that when I have to admit and give in to a certain state of health that I don't want to admit to? Why should I have to admit to a bad decreasing health to be in reality? Does acceptance, in my case, mean being less active and just eating what I can instead of eating healthy and losing my healthy restraints that I worked so hard for that I've built throughout these years? I mean, do I give in to this illness and then use it for an excuse in my own head of why I'm now not as healthy? I mean, imagine the nerves in your body Constantly torn, torn, frayed, split, and broken. Imagine those nerves flopping around your body, 
short-circuiting wherever they connect, misconnecting, never staying still in one spot, never connecting to the same nerve over and over again, always connecting to different nerves, making different nerves do different things, things that they shouldn't be doing, things that are unorthodox, things that we aren't used to. It's an absolute zoo inside of your body. Imagine all those nerves are now split, connecting with other pieces of broken nerves. You're never knowing what sense of feeling you ever have, and you'll never know where or when those senses are going to come into your life. Imagine your house's wires, kind of like your body's nerves. Going through your house, you're turning on your kitchen light, but instead the sink water turns on. You try to flick the switch off because you figure that'll turn the water off, but then nothing happens, and all of a sudden your sink is not stopping. But the reality is your electric fireplace just turned on when you flick that switch off. You don't realize it because it's in the other room that you're not looking at right now. And guess what? Your sink is still overflowing. Well, now you're burning off from the heat, the fireplace from the heat, which you still don't realize is on. But, you know, it's, it's on because you're feeling the heat, uh, and um, you're still not quite sure where the heat's coming from. But guess what? Now you're focused on the flooding of your kitchen, and you're not even realizing of your surroundings, so you don't know where the heat's coming from. The sink is now still overflowing. The water is on the floor building higher and higher. It's up to your ankles now. You can't take the heat anymore. You're taking off your clothes. You're getting so hot, so you think your furnace is on too high. So you run down your hallway. You turn on your AC, but guess what? It doesn't turn on. And all of a sudden, all the electrical wiring in your walls is starting to burn up the walls, shorting out and causing fires. So in the meantime, you smell something else burning. So you run to your living room. You realize your rug's on fire that caught on fire from the fireplace. Now the fireplace is catching the rug on fire and catching your furniture on fire. So now you run back through the short-circuiting hallway to the flooded kitchen to get some water for the fire that's been started. You're now soaked with water from, the, from your knees down because the kitchen is so flooded. You're constantly getting shocked from the short-circuiting in the hallway, which you need to keep crossing through to go back and forth for the combat of the fire in your living room. Every time you're shocked, your feet burn, so you jump. Sometimes you lose your balance. Then you touch the live wires on the wall, jolting not only your feet, but now your hands and your arms also. While other times you may slip, losing your balance, being thrown against the wall, off your heels, and your back directly on those live wires, burning and shocking you so strong that you can't force your body off of those wires until they have shorted out themselves. This is just a tip of an iceberg of living with a neurological disorder. And just a fragment of a description that can possibly even come close to giving somebody that doesn't understand it just a little bit more of an understanding. Life is not always in your control. And it definitely is not at all in your control when you're dealing with a neurological disorder. You have absolutely no say or what on what you do, on what your body does, when it does it when you do it, or how it does it, or how you do it. You learn to accept these facts 
And you'll learn to actually be happy and grateful for what you still have left, no matter how little it is. Every single minute is unpredictable. Every single minute is expecting the unexpected. When will it pounce? It is just a matter of time. When, where, how, and what are always those questions. To live in life, to live out of control with your feelings and having unstoppable pain and knowing it's only progressing, the deterioration of your health is constantly at battle, at risk, and always being attacked. It is one of the most unhuman things any human should ever need to face. Until next time, take care of one another, and especially take care of yourselves.